boy is eating. The boy is your name. What is your name? She is not a girl. First, hey, how's it going? Hey, how's it going? Coffee with Gringos, Dynamic English's podcast where you can learn English simply by hearing people use it. So sit down and have a coffee of us. Hey everyone, you're listening to Coffee with Gringos. I'm Ian Kennedy. And I'm Paige Sutherland. And here we are in 2020. It's the new year. Happy New Year to you, Paige. You as well. I just got back from a trip to visiting home in the United States, and you just took an interesting reporting trip in Mexico City, is that right? I did, yeah. It was quite the experience. Well, that's great. So I'm going to ask you about that and have you talk about that. And uh, for our listeners, remember, if you get lost, go online and check out the transcript and audio guide. Okay. So Mexico City, what's it all about? Did you enjoy it? I did. I mean, I think most people who have been to Mexico will say the best part about it is the food by far. No offense to Chilean food, but it lacks a little flavor especially spice. I agree. So the best part about Mexico City was we literally ate tacos and enchiladas for breakfast, for lunch, for dinner. I was a huge pig. We just like (laughs) ate so much food. And the best part is, is different salsas. And it's like, this one's mild, this one's a little more spicy, this one's really spicy, and this one's gonna kill you. You got to try all different types of flavors and like the way they marinated the meat was delicious. So in the US, Mexican food is very common, but it's Americanized. Tex-Mex. Yeah. So having a taco in Mexico City, they use a corn tortilla, which we use flour, and it's so much better. The way they marinate the meat, kind of like the kebab type way they cook it. So it's like marinated really well. It's cooked for a really long time. So like the meat is super tender. So it's fantastic. Where in the U.S., when you have a taco, we also use hard shell. We use beef that we like invented our own taco seasoning. I don't even know what that seasoning is. I'm not sure either, but it sounds about right. We take something and uh, make it our own. Yeah, so basically to sum it up, the Mexican in the U.S. is nothing compared to Mexico City. It's way better there. <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine. So, so you just, did you guys eat street food the majority of the time? Did you find something in the street you thought looked good and gave it a shot or did you go to restaurants too? That was also what was great is I feel like in Santiago there's a lot of street food options when you like go down to this the center or like different barrios but here like there were street food everywhere and the difference was is it wasn't just like a cart it was a cart that had like a little cook behind it and it had chairs So you could like be on the street, order enchiladas and like sit down with like a bunch of people and eat it on the sidewalk. That's awesome. Which was just so nice because I feel like one of the bummers about street food is like you're eating it and you're walking and you're just like have nowhere to go. And it's nice that you can like 
it's like you're at like a mini restaurant but like it costs like a dollar definitely it's like the the best of both experiences or best of both worlds yeah, yeah. and it makes the street smell fantastic because everyone's like cooking tacos <laughs> on the street. Hey, hungry all the time right yeah. that's awesome well um and you also so you said before the podcast that you felt like mexico city felt like a very big city too also yeah no i was i kind of knew nothing about mexico before i went so when I was there and I was planning my trip, I was doing a lot of reporting, so it brought me to a lot of different neighborhoods. And every time I would put it in a Google Maps, it'd be like 50 minutes by train, two hours by train, and I'm like, what? Like the city was just ginormous. I mean, I was there for a week and I definitely don't have a handle on it. It was so big. And a lot of the tourist place that we went to, we would take an Uber and it would be like an hour and 20 minutes. And I'm like, are we still in Mexico City after an hour of driving? And we were. <laughs> wow, that's wild. Yeah, I'd always heard that it's such a big city, but since I've never been there, I like I told you, I like to ask people to to make a comparison. So I'm sure it was it was a, a big city to try to cover, and especially if you're reporting, maybe you had to go to the other side of the city, and for people that live there, maybe an hour and a half on the train is not that long, but for us, that's uh, to me, that's pretty long. Absolutely. And like a lot of my reporting, I didn't know the city. So I was going to these neighborhoods and given time constraints, I wasn't really doing research on what these neighborhoods were. And so I was doing this one story and I got in the Uber and again, it was like an hour away and I get there and I'm like, hmm, this looks a little seedy. <laughs> and like the Uber driver's like, you want me to drop you? you do, do you know where you're going? And I'm like, I don't know this area. I've been in Mexico City for like a day. And he's like, yeah, like this neighborhood is like known for like narcos. And it's like, they didn't really have a word in Mexico City for it, but it was like Poblacion's here. And it was very much like Valparaiso, mm. where there was like informal housing on the hills and like very tight roads and like, I definitely like did not fit in there. So I was like, I'm gonna get out of the Uber, do my interview and get right back in another Yeah, Uber. definitely, yeah, heed the locals' advice. That's usually a good idea. Yeah, like I'm normally, because I'm a reporter, I'm not as like nervous as the average citizen, but like when your Uber driver who's from there is like, I don't feel safe. I was like, okay. <laughs> I'd probably take his advice, yeah. Yeah, exactly, yeah. I see. Um, but yeah, it was, um, like a lot of my students who I told that I went to Mexico City, a lot of the women are like, oh, is it safe there? And even before I went. So it was definitely something on my mind when I was there because sadly, Mexico City has one of the highest femicide rates in the world. It's like as high as 10 women a day are murdered. Wow. In Mexico, like not the city, um, but obviously a lot in the city. Um, so that's something where you like think about when you're walking around alone, because uh, my boyfriend was working all day. And then I was telling you before the podcast that I like to take public transit a lot. So I was taking the Metro and I'm used to it here in Santiago. And I went there and there was a sign that was like women only section. And I was like, what? So I was like, okay, sounds nice. So I like went on it and I like get on the Metro and it's like four carts that are just women and children. Like it was very relaxed. It wasn't as, as um, like crowded. 
And then there was like the sign in the cart that was like nine out of 10 women are assaulted, sexually assaulted on the Metro. So I was like, I'm going to stay in the women's only cart all trip. Wow. Yeah, I would do the same. That's a little shocking. Yeah, because yeah. I was just like, I mean, that's basically every woman. <laughs> yeah. 90% exactly. of them. Yeah. So I think beautiful city. The food is incredible. The people were so friendly. There's so much history because they have like a lot of like older civilizations that have lived there. So like they have pyramids and like these really, really ancient structures. But safety wise, I definitely feel safer walking around the streets of Santiago. I see. I see. Yeah. And that was going to be my next question was, did you find the people to be friendly? Did you did they have any sort of um, like big city attitudes? Anyone give you any like negative attitudes um, like sometimes you get from people that live in big cities or or in general where most people are pretty friendly towards you? No, everyone everyone was really friendly and I kind of knew that before because I've only heard like really good things about Mexicans. I've never been to Mexico. Everyone always says like the people are so friendly and nice and the service was fantastic. Like you go to a restaurant and they were like so quick and so efficient. And just a quick reminder, if you are interested in taking private classes with Dynamic English, go ahead and check out our website at dynamicenglish.cl and there you can sign up for private classes in your apartment, in your house, in your office. You can even now take classes online. Sitting on your couch, you can log on and practice English. It's very easy. So if you're interested, check us out also on social media through Facebook or Instagram. There is a funny story I didn't mention about food was so like I've been living here in Santiago for a year and a half now and like my Spanish isn't great but I get by and so like in Mexico I was hoping to do the same but they have a lot of words that are only used in Mexico and that really applied to the menu. And so like there were a lot of words that me and my boyfriend Kyle were like, I don't know what this is. So we had to like be on word reference, like looking different things up. And then like, I felt like after like a day, I like spotted some things that I remembered and knew. So we were like at this restaurant, we like ordered tacos. And then we were like, let's get some guac. And I'm like, at the menu, I was like, oh yeah, yeah. This says like guac and chips, order it. So we order it. And like the word that I thought was chips was not chips. It was actually grasshoppers. Really? <laughs> so like we ordered this guac and it like comes and we're like, what? what's on that? And we like get our phones out because it was dark and it's freaking fried grasshoppers. And it's not even like subtle. Like they look like they were just murdered and just fried like freaking <laughs> huge grasshoppers and like 30 of them in the guac. I was like, ooh, sorry, Kyle, that was not chips. I thought that <laughs> it was chips. <laughs> That's so, so funny. So yeah, so now I will never forget the word of grasshopper. Did you enjoy it though? You guys ate it, right? To be honest, it didn't have much of a flavor. It was like pretty, pretty bland, but yeah. like it added quite a crunch to the guac. I tried it, but I wasn't like, yum, I want to order this again. Yeah, I know what you mean. Exactly. It was I, yeah. It was really hard to get over the barrier of what it looked like. Exactly. Yeah, we have this kind of, especially in in the West, like in North America. I feel like it's uh, eating bugs is is really a strange thing. So 
I had the same experience when I went to Vietnam. I had grasshoppers, and mm. uh, I felt the same way. They just were like crunchy without flavor. They just kind of add a little texture to to what you're eating. So yeah, I, I, I'm a bug eater. I'll definitely. Uh, so uh, you would order it, like if you. I'd probably prefer the chips in guac, but uh, yeah, for <laughs> sure, I, I would order some grasshoppers in guac for sure too. Yeah. When you had it, what was it also very like? full-on grasshopper looked like a oh yeah yeah, yeah. it was actually I, I bought it just in um like in a convenience store it was it was a yeah. it was like a bag it was like you buy a snack of fried bugs so it was it was even just by itself i have to ask the next important question tequila mezcal ah. did you do some drinking i hope definitely good yeah actually on one of the tours we did like a tasting so we tried like different mezcals and like tequila. I I'm not a huge tequila fan, just because of past experiences. Uh oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, like you, yeah, I feel like too. you either love or you hate it, right? Yeah. In the mezcal, I like a little better because it has that smoky aftertaste. Yeah. So it's like it still tastes tequila, but it has a little extra flavor. Mm -hmm. So I would prefer it, but it's still tequila. To me sure yeah. it was kind of funny because we went on this tour and the guy was from mexico city but spoke like perfect english and he was like he he had a lot of americans on the tour so he was pretty much telling us that all our tequila sucks <laughs> <laughs> he was like yeah like you guys like always drink like jose cuervo that's so shitty and he's like also like Patron, he's like that's the worst, and he was basically like everything that we thought was like okay tequila. He uh -huh. was like it's crap here, <laughs> just ripping on it. Yeah. yeah, the only one, the one that he said was really good was Don Julio. Okay. Uh huh. Which like I was like oh I've heard of, but for me like if I'm having a tequila night, I don't care what brand it is. Yeah. <laughs> it's not gonna end well. Right. Exactly. Yeah. The effects of the effects are probably gonna be the same. So. Yeah, but it was kind of funny. We were all like, oh, <laughs> we thought Patron was really nice. But we've been drinking shit this whole time. Yeah. Yeah. That's so funny. No, it's pretty funny. That's so yeah, great. I think if you have time, you should definitely check it out. It's a great city. Yeah, I've I've always wanted to. I, I have Mexican friends who've told me to check it out. I've only been to the Yucatan before, which okay. you know I loved, but it's definitely a, a different vibe than Mexico City. So uh, it's definitely on my list places to see. Yeah, well, hopefully twenty twenty. Hey, it's the year for it. All right, <laughs> sounds good. Go get some tacos and tequila. So. Uh, for all our listeners as well, when you have the chance, head on over to Mexico City and enjoy all that it has to have. We'll take some tequila shots. Eat the mezcal worm. Yeah? So thanks for listening. And we'll talk to you next time. Coffee with Gringos was brought to you by Dynamic English, where you can learn English simply by using it. If you're interested in taking classes or just want to learn more, go to our website at dynamicenglish.cl. Thanks for listening.